Hello, and welcome to Bold Identity, Bold Belief, where we equip saints with boldness for the ministry by killing sacred cows, growing in God, and leaving the traditions of man behind. I'm your host, Cindy Carpenter. And before we begin, don't forget to check out the blogs for Bold Identity, Bold Belief at FromTheirStandpoint.com. That's from T-H-E-I-R standpoint.com. And click on the blog section for this show, Bold Identity, Bold Belief. As you may already know, this show has four sections. Number one, sharing powerful revelation on the Word of God through my experience, my knowledge and understanding in the Holy Spirit. Number two, reviews of faith-based books that I like and that have helped me in my walk. Number three, what you won't hear in church. And number four, through the eyes of a pastor. So let's jump right into this episode of reviewing faith-based books. This is episode two. And I'm super excited about it today. Uh, The book I'm going to be reviewing today is called How to Study the Word, and it's written by Terry Lawson. Uh, The subtitle of it is called Taking Taking the Bible from the Pages to the Heart. The um, publication date here, it says copyright 1999, at least for this version of it. It's a very powerful book. So why am I reviewing this particular book? Um, This is one of the books that has helped me tremendously in how to study the Word, how to understand the Bible, how to mine the treasures out of the scriptures. And I have been back to this book so many times, and I recommend this book to everyone. I've taught classes out of this book. I just think it's phenomenal. Overall, I would go back to this book for a number of reasons. One is uh, in chapter six, it's called Rules of Interpretation. And I'll get to that in a minute, but that's one of the reasons I go back to this book a lot. Another one is um, chapter seven, which is building and using a library. Number eight is Bible study tools, that kind of thing. So, but it starts off, the book is broken into five parts. Part one, how to study the Bible. Part two, understanding the language of the Bible, which is like figures of speech and understanding types and shadows and Hebrewisms and things like that. Uh, Part three, which is the history of the Bible. And that one talks about different translations, which translations are, you know, good, I guess you could say, how they came about. Part four is study helps. There's a brief survey of the New Testament and a brief dictionary. Um, Of course, you need to go to the study tool section and uh, find a good dictionary, good Bible dictionary for you if you really want to get into the study of the Word of God. And part five is scriptures on God's Word. So I'm going to talk about each part briefly today. Part one in how to study the Bible Uh, talks about why study the Bible, the organization of the Bible, the techniques and tips for personal Bible study, how should I study the Bible, methods of study, rules of interpretation, like I mentioned before, building and using a library, and Bible study tools. So in the introduction, I'm just going to read a little brief part of the introduction here. It says, the purpose of this book is to help you see more of the riches that Jesus has provided for you 
and to share with you not a doctrine about Jesus, but Jesus himself. Studying the word of God is no intellectual study. In fact, if you read the first three chapters of 1 Corinthians, you will find such statements as, The foolishness of God is wiser than man. We preach Christ crucified. Unto the Greeks, foolishness. For your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. And the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. So, and then it goes on to tell you that our entire culture, we have developed our intellect at the expense of our spirits, and it, it's really phenomenal. The whole introduction is um, chapter one, why study the Bible. There's a quote by D.L. Moody at the beginning, and it says, you know, it is always regarded a great event in the family when a child can feed itself. It is propped up at the table, and at first perhaps uses the spoon upside down, but by and by, it uses it all right, and mother, or perhaps sister, claps her hands and says, Just see, baby's feeding himself. Well, what we need as Christians is to be able to feed ourselves. That's a quote by D.L. Moody. And so even, even baby Christians that are new and vulnerable uh, really need to understand the Word of God. We need to get rooted and grounded in God's Word so that we don't end up confused. Amen. So I think this book will help anybody who would like to get rooted and grounded in the word of God and really understand the scriptures. What is Bible study? Um, he goes on to say, what is Bible study? It's hard work. It's discipline. It's joy. That's so important. Um, and then he lists some of the rewards of Bible study in here through the Psalms. And chapter two is about organization. Um, having a plan. Um, this is powerful. It says the fatal flaw in most plans and methods of work is that they are not carried out. We fail to see things accomplished not because they are unworkable, but because they are not worked. Um, a method of study is only a guide to the work. Find a method of study that works for you, then stick to it. That's um, just the very first part of chapter two, which is the organization. Always keep the Bible as the center of your study. Make up your mind to study the Word of God. Be systematic about your study. I'm just reading some of the subtitles in this um, part right here. Make a prayer. Make prayer an important part of study and preparation. Um, and then he talks about, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to help you um, understand the Scriptures. And he goes through the Ephesians prayers, Ephesians one, um, in Ephesians three, Colossians one. If you know those, um, it's super, super important. Um, then he has a quote, and he says, E.W. Kenyon said that too many people treat the Word of God as if it were a common book. Let us remember not to make that mistake. Um, and then it goes on to, you know, tips and techniques for personal Bible study. Talks about the Romans Road approach. Talks about uh, when you should study the Bible, reading through the Psalms and Proverbs how you should study the Bible, remember to pray first, remember that the, the word without the spirit, the letter without the spirit is actually a ministration of death. So you need the Holy Spirit when you're reading the scriptures so that you can get the life out of it. Talks about keeping a right attitude, um, how God speaks to our hearts every time we open the word, 
studying the Bible itself as opposed to what other people are saying about the Bible. Although, I mean, listening to teachers is great, and I do encourage that. I mean, I'm a teacher too, so I really do encourage that. But the, you've got to have time where you actually open the scriptures and read them for yourself and study them for yourself. And one thing I love about this book, How to Study the Word by Terry Lawson, is that it really walks you through the process of studying the Word and studying the Bible. So when you look at it, sometimes when we look at a King James Bible, it can be very intimidating for a lot of people because it's kind of written in an old English language and they're just not sure what it's saying. Um, but this book, How to Study the Word, will really help you with that. It'll um, it'll help so much. Talks about how to make an outline and then um, goes chapter five goes through the methods of study, uh, the synthetic method. You'll want to read that. The top, the topical method, the devotional method, um, the biographical method, the analytical method, um, and that kind of thing. Got a little ahead of myself, but practical method as well. And then I want to talk about rule, the rules of interpretation of the Bible as presented in how to study the word. Um, I don't know how much of this book I can read um, on a podcast, but I will just read this introduction part of chapter six and then list the subtopics for you. So it says, have you ever noticed how two individuals, both sincere, can read a passage of scripture and come up with two totally different interpretations of that passage? How can, how then can we know that what we are interpreting that we are interpreting, ah, that's so funny. Okay, how then can we know that we are interpreting what we read accurately? There we go. Of course, the first thing one must do before attempting to understand any passage of scripture is to ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and insight. Then there are few principles or rules of interpretation that we must refer to in our study. These rules of interpretation are widely accepted and should be used as general guidelines when attempting to better understand or interpret a scriptural passage. Okay, one of the things that I've seen in ministry is that a lot of people, you know, are very sincere, but they're not using rules of interpretation and they're just kind of flying by the seat of their pants when they study the word and they may think it's from God, but something that they've gotten, but it, it doesn't line up with the rest of the scripture. So in this book, though, How to Study the Word by Terry Lawson, um, in chapter six, Rules of Interpretation, the, the subtopics are this. Uh, number one, always observe the context. That's important. Who is speaking, that kind of thing. Who is being spoken to. Number two, learn to allow the Bible to interpret itself. I'm going to, I'm going to explain that one for a second here. You know, the Bible is like a key, like each verse is like a key to another verse and every verse will line up. And if it seems to contradict, it just means that you need some more light on that subject or that topic. Um, because if we just take one verse, and we take it out of context and it doesn't line up with the other scriptures and we think we've heard from God and we run with it, you know, that's where people that are good and sincere get off. 
you, I'm sure you've probably heard it before if you've been around Christianity very long. You've got a good preacher with a sincere heart that starts out great and all of a sudden they're over in a ditch somewhere and you can't really, you can't really listen to them anymore because they're not really preaching the word. Um, if you let scripture interpret itself, if you allow it to interpret itself, then that's going to help keep you out of those ditches. So God's word is the best commentary upon itself. That is um, a quote directly from this book. So number three in rules of interpretation, do not over-spiritualize everything. Consider the literal meaning before looking for the hidden meaning. Um, that is also a direct quote from this book. It's very important to do that. Number four, assert an unassuming attitude. I can't tell you how much how important this is really because a lot of people will go in and try to use the scriptures to support and confirm something that they already believe. When you come at the word of God, you've got to come at it like, okay, I'm here to learn and I, I don't know anything. I'm just going to listen and read and study and see what the Holy Spirit wants to show me. That's super important. And then number five in this rules of interpretation in How to Study the Word by Terry Lawson is study parallel passages. Very important. Okay, then it talks about building and using a library. It talks about what should be at the heart of your library and uh, fine-tuning your library. It talks about topical Bibles, word study aids, Bible atlases, commentaries, theology books, Bible dictionaries, Bible handbooks, parallel Bibles, miscellaneous volumes, all kinds of great stuff. Um, and then it talks about different translations um, and things like that. I have, in my personal Bible study, I have a Thompson Chain Reference Bible. I also have a parallel Bible that has the Amplified and the King James. I also have a Message Bible, which I really like the way the Message Bible reads, but I don't, I mean, I don't really use that for my deep study, but I do use it um, sometimes, especially for devotional studies. Um, then I also have the Wiest version of the New Testament. Oh my gosh, that one is super powerful and it really brings out some of the Greek words that have been, um, it, like the richness of the language. It really brings out the richness of the language. So you hear more um, about exactly what was meant. So I hope that helps you guys a lot. But um, translations of the Bible talks about different translations in this book. And then using your library, using your library uh, devotionally and that kind of thing. Bible study tools, very, very important. And one other tip that this book has uh, really helped me with is to paraphrase the Bible and keep a record of it for yourself, for your children, for your family, um, as you understand it the more you learn and go back and reread it and re, you know, reiterate, fill in where, when you get new revelation of what the scriptures are actually saying. I think that's really important too. And it's kind of fun. So, um, I'm not going to go through the entire book for you, but chapter nine, it says understanding figures of speech. It's very important to understand the figures of speech as they understood it in the Bible times. Um, it talks about the parables and symbols throughout the Bible has a list of the symbols throughout the Bible. I'll just read some of those for you. Um, the ark, Babylon, the bear, blindness, bramble, the cedar, copper, the cross, the, you know, death, 
a dog, what, what does a dog symbolize in the Bible, that kind of thing. So, um, and the list goes on and on. It's just a real phenomenal book about understanding the Bible and how to study the word. Um, understanding types, chapter 10, Christ can be found in every book of the Bible. Um, so a type is a natural event, a person, an object, or institution that foretells symbolically an important, usually spiritual event or concept that is to come. Uh, most are fulfilled in the New Testament. That's a direct quote from chapter 10, Understanding Types. And then it will tell you, you know, Adam, Isaac, Joseph, Passover lamb, the rock smitten in the desert, Moses. And each, each one of these has a paragraph or something underneath of it with scriptures that will tell you what kind of type it is and understanding it. And then how to mine out the other kinds of types in the Bible and how to understand them as well, which is important. And that's one of the things I love about this book is it's not just, it's not just telling you what something is. It's doing that, but it's doing more than that. It's telling you how to find something else just like it and how to determine like what type that is, what shadow that is. Um, talks about Hebrewisms, that is, you know, sayings of the day, that kind of thing. Um, and what that means, especially this uh, loving and hating one in terms of loving and hating um, in the Bible when it says, he that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. And that's in John 12, 25. So it talks about that um, and what that means. It's not necessarily the literal loving and hating that you and I would think of, but um, it's close, but it's not quite the same thing. Um, and then it goes into the history of the Bible, of course, um, different translations that are very powerful and explaining those and then study helps with a brief brief survey of the new testament and it is very brief it's uh three pages i think here three pages and it just says um like for example for luke it says humanity behold the man keywords prayer repentance and it's written to the gentiles and that's very brief very brief but it's it's just great and then uh, of course the Bible Dictionary and Scriptures on God's Word. So this book, um, How to Study the Word by Terry Lawson, Taking the Bible from the Pages to the Heart, is one of the most phenomenal study guides that I have ever used for the Bible. I was kind of debating on reviewing some E.W. Kenyon or going with this one, and we will get to the E.W. Kenyon books. I think they're phenomenal. Um, I encourage you to read some of those books as well, but I figured we should start with a book that is really going to help you study the Bible in a more powerful way. It's just going to help you mine the treasures out of the Bible. So let me pray for you before we go. And, um, you know, you're listening to this podcast. You're obviously seeking the Lord. You're obviously wanting to learn more about God. So let's pray. Father, I thank you that you will give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that you will enlighten the eyes of their understanding and let them know what is the hope of their calling, Lord, that they will come to know, see, and intimately experience that incomparably great power that you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your own right hand, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that can be named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. And God, I pray and, and I thank you, Lord, that 
You will reveal to them this great love that you love them with, that you shed abroad in their hearts, Lord, that you will show them the height and the depth and the breadth and the width of this love that you love them with, Lord. I also pray, Lord, that you will get them to a place where they can study and see the scriptures for your heart and how you've intended them to be seen and to know and that the word will continually get built on the inside of them, strengthening them, fortifying them, and just revealing to them Jesus Christ, which is the whole reason for Bible study anyway, is to see Jesus himself. And we thank you for that, Lord. We know that you're faithful, Father. We know that you'll do it. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Bold Identity, Bold Belief, a podcast to equip saints with boldness for the, for the ministry by killing sacred. Thank you for listening to Bold Identity, Bold Belief, a podcast to equip saints with boldness for the ministry by killing sacred cows, growing in God, and leaving the traditions of man behind. If you have not subscribed yet, then I encourage you to subscribe to Bold Identity, Bold Belief to make sure that you don't miss an episode. You can follow me on Instagram, you can follow me on Twitter, you can follow me on Facebook, um, or you can visit the page, the website, fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T-H-E-I-R standpoint.com. And you can click on my show, Bold Identity, Bold Belief. I'm looking forward to talking with you next time where we are going to talk about what you don't hear in church. It's going to be a powerful time in the Lord. You definitely want to tune in. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.